Hey, call out cultists. What's going on? This is uh, Alaska. I'm here to talk about a new project that we're working on that I think might be cool and might be of interest. What? Is that Jason Griff's music? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time. It's that moment you've been waiting for. It's something new. It's the first episode ever of Call Out Culture Wrestling with me, Jason Griff, and my and sidekick, Alaska. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm your Roman Reigns, the Roman Reigns to your rock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so um, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is Call Out Culture doing uh, a pro wrestling uh, episode? And is it just one episode? Is it going to be a thing? Um, what's up with you, Alaska? I thought you didn't like wrestling. Um, you know, I've, I've always had periods in my life where I followed wrestling. Um, like, you know, as a kid, during like the Hulkamania days, had all like the little action figures and shit. Um, then I got into like trying to be cool in high school and date girls and you know do stuff like that which didn't work out like it wasn't <laughs> like like i was like let's drop this wrestling and here comes the gravy train of ladies that didn't happen let me let me let me let me drop wrestling and do something that the girls are really into underground yeah. hip-hop underground hip-hop and amateur so wrestling because that's what i did in high school everybody loves guys in tights rolling around with other guys in tights right, um right. yeah so um so but then like i got into the like once like the new world order came back or came into like WCW, I got into that. I got into the attitude error. Then I fell out again um, and really didn't pay attention until like a lot of people I knew on Twitter started like posting stuff like um, you, Marcus, uh, you know, Pinland Empire, Marcus, um, a lot of just like clips of like the bloodline stuff. And I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. So I started like paying attention to it through Twitter um, I was watching like a lot of like the old document, not the documentaries, but the shows on uh, Vice, like Dark Side of the Ring, Tales from the Territories. And uh, remembering how much fun it was just to like kind of watch all that crazy craziness. Um, I've always thought of wrestling as soap operas for men, which I know probably is not an original take. But no, um, <clears throat> yeah, but it's it's sort of what I, I thought of it. And then I watched the Dusty Rhodes documentary, not the Dusty Rhodes, the um, Cody Rhodes documentary. Mm -hmm. on, um, we got a Scorsese cameo in there. Oh, for real? Yeah, he's uh there's uh there's a clip of Cody on the indies and he's and 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 shelves <laughs> in front row and has him sign an action figure. Oh, that's so dope. I'm gonna have yeah, to watch yeah. it again. And and uh, uh, Lexi's got the action figure at the crib still. That's so dope. Shout out to Lexi. Um, so yeah, so then that and then I started like kind of paying attention. I really started paying attention to it when there was like the J. Jay Uso and um, Roman, like the split that was building. Mm -hmm. So that's like when I started tuning in. That's and right. I would, you cinema. know, kind of, what's that? It's cinema. Cinema, yeah. It was like, it was great. I was like, I was hella into Jay. I was like, fuck this dude up, Jay. Even though I knew he was going to lose. Uh, and then from there, I was just kind of hooked. I was into it again. And through that, like I ended up like getting really into like the Shinsuke Seth Rollins sort of trilogy of matches or beef. Yeah. Uh, so, and I was like, that's dope. I, I became like a huge fan of, of Shinsuke. And then um, I still can't pronounce his name right, but I became a huge <laughs> fan of him. Uh, and then just like basically everything else just started like tumbling into place. And, um, you know, I watch Raw and uh, SmackDown and any of the like uh, formerly called pay-per-views, but now what are they called? Like premium live events? Premium live events, yeah. Yeah, start watching those. Uh, I always like 
pause or like change the channel when people come into the room because they make fun of me for watching wrestling uh, <laughs> while they're watching like the real housewives. So yeah, right, I'm like, right, right, right. you well, know, who, who's really got the high culture fucking going on in the house here? Yeah. Um, I think wrestling's even gotten a, a smidge more cultured since back in the day. Mm -hmm. If you look at, you know, back in the day, it was a lot of just like dick and fart jokes and like, yeah. like bra and panties matches and stuff like that. And I think it's gotten a lot better, whereas reality TV is still kind of same, same, uh, same flat line of trash. <laughs> same flat line of trash. And the, and the whole sort of like the, the argument I always get is at least this is real. I'm like, yeah, it's real. If you consider that there's like producers and people's earpieces yeah right getting people drunk and being like go do this yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. that bitch was talking shit about you yeah let's set up this drama um, so do but that. yeah so that that's how i got back into it and now i'm fucking hella into it hell yeah who do you like yeah. who's like your top three or four or five wrestlers right now right now um i really like like i said uh i mean he's kind of falling off a little bit but uh shinsuke is really dope i really like um I like Seth a lot. I've no. I've grown to really like Seth a lot. I didn't really like him at first, but I mean his promo the other night was great. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I like Seth a lot. Um I'm enjoying Gunther. Um who else am I liking? Uh I don't really like most of the SmackDown roster, to be honest with you. I'm more of a oh, raw guy. Um, but I, I really like um EO and um Asuka, like that whole crew. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Damage control. That's what mm -hmm. they're calling, right? Yeah. So I like them. Um, I don't know if I have a top three necessarily, but I bet you got a bottom three though. I got a, I definitely got a bottom, and it's like all of Alpha Academy, 30. the Viking dudes. Um, and uh I really despise LA Knight with a passion. <laughs> Fucking hate LA Knight. Uh and AJ Styles too. I know like he's like a legend, but he's like he's like watching paint dry to me. Yeah, I mean, I could understand that because, you know, since you got back into it, he wasn't around much. He was out injured and then he came yeah. back and, like, he's been pretty, pretty blah. Like, I don't understand, like, you know, recently, like, there's been, they've been so heavy on the factions. I don't know why they don't bring the OC. Well, they seem like they're starting to a little bit, right? Yeah. With um, Michi, is that her name? Michin, yeah. Michin, yeah. So they're bringing like, her and those two, like, nondescript big dudes that she's always with. Yeah, uh, Luke, and AJ's Luke been Gallo popping up to like hype her up and shit. So those dudes, so <laughs> so those dudes were like, um, they used to all be in Japan, and they were at a huge part of the formation of the um, of the Bullet Club. Okay, I've seen them in like AEW when I tried to yeah, watch that yeah, unwatchable yeah. show. So, so a uh, the Bullet Club was huge in in Japan. Okay, statewide for for quite some time. Like if you go to a wrestling event, you'll see a ton of Bullet Club shirts and like okay, all in cast of members it was originally started by finn balor actually okay um, finn's dope yeah finn's great yeah. yeah and um so finn started it then he left he signed with wwe and um i believe aj styles took over um and then he left for wwe and kenny okay. took over um so it's still kind of kind of going strong cody was a part of the bullet club for a minute okay and then it kind of split into like the bullet club and the elite and that's where like that whole the elite comes from with Cody and the Bucks and uh Kenny Omega. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what any of that all is. elite wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't really get into all elite, so um Sorry. 
all elite is definitely like if you're into strictly like the the in-ring aspect of it you'll get a lot of really good matches but yeah i just feel like it's it's very chaotic for me like in terms of like trying to follow any sort of like storylines or anything like that or like there's just so they have so many wrestlers you know they went yeah um, they just like went crazy signing people and it's just like they have more talent than they know what to do with like keith lee is on their roster and like he's barely ever on tv anymore. okay yeah, they, I keep seeing like stuff about this dude Swerve, who I want to check out a little bit. I heard he's pretty exactly. dope. Yeah, 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 really cool. So yeah, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll we'll kind of get into the meat and potatoes of what's going on in the wrestling world today. All right, let's do it. Cool. Will you please see what those boys are up to? Introducing WWF Wrestling Buddies. Wrestling Buddies from Tonka. Tonka. Bopum. Wrestling Buddies are looking for action. Hey, fellas, what's going on? Nothing, Dad. Who do you think you are? Jack Hogan! Wrestling buddies want to be your buddies. Henry, what's going on up there? Nothing, dear. WWF Wrestling Buddies, new from Tonka. He sold separately. All right, welcome back to the inaugural episode of Call Out Culture Wrestling. Um, if this were WrestleMania, it would be Call Out Culture Wrestling I. Roman in 40 weeks we will have surpassed the number of wrestlemanias that is what's coming up right 40 40 yeah I, I was yeah right and the x in front of the l x in front of the l yeah it was it was funny because it was 40 all right great i was watching the super bowl and i kept thinking it was super bowl 40 because i've been watching so much <laughs> wwe and i was like why is everybody keep saying it's 58 or they'd be like you know what are the roman numerals for 58 i'm like xl <laughs> it's like ingrained in my head and like what the fuck is wrong you idiot <laughs> well i mean you know we know what america's pastime really is yeah so i think um i mean a lot of people are saying that like wrestling right now is better than it's been in in decades like since the attitude era and i kind of i kind of tend to agree um especially with with you know recent events like say from I mean, for the past several years, but like recently, recently, if you go to like Survivor Series and see him mm -hmm. coming back and then like coming up to the Royal Rumble now, yeah, box back in the picture and 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 all of that, like how you, how do you feel about it? What do you how do you like the direction it's heading? I, I think it's it's there's been a noticeable jump in the past like month or so. Yeah. In quality. Like I know like they fired a couple dudes and they brought in some new people or like bumped some people up. But like as far as like the writers, writers, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the stuff they're doing is a lot better. There seems to be more direction to it. It's less chaotic. Like, you know, they're they're sort of building up a lot of the beefs. They're allowing things to happen. They're allowing like seems like they're allowing some of the stars to evolve. Yeah. And like really showcase what they can do. Um, and it's it seems like there's a lot less of the middling stuff. Absolutely. And I think it's kind of nice. Yeah, I think it um, it kind of shows and I mean, we're kind of beating a dead horse here, but it kind of shows the difference between like Vince McMahon and Triple H like, yeah, you know, um, Vince is like a dude that was like, you know, recent allegations aside, like as, as a guy running a show, like he was like clearly like resting on his laurels and was, oh, yeah. like, past his prime and like, like borderline senile, like you'd see something one week and then never see it again from like a character. And then they'd pop up like two weeks later in like a different character. And it's like, he would just like do things and then like forget he did them. Yeah. But there was no continuity, no long-term anything, you know? Um, 
so i think i think really triple h like allowing like the like the slow build and yeah. everything like letting things happen more organically and not being a complete control freak like you can really see that in the product it's kind of nice yeah and and i don't know if this is like sort of relevant because wrestlemania is coming up and they have like all these elimination chamber play-in matches but the sort of crossing over between the two shows mm -hmm. is really helping especially on the smackdown side uh totally and i'm not yeah. i'm not a huge fan of the brand split as it is i do think i mean i guess i guess to a certain extent the brand split does help with the slow burn for the story mm -hmm. you can only have um developments in stories happen like generally once a week i mean you know shit can happen on like they'll like work social media into storylines and stuff to have like stuff bubbling throughout the week so it kind of helps to the slow burn but like i don't know put them all in one pot you know it's yeah. this brand you're not fooling anybody like it's all no exactly it's, it's it's not a brand split it's just a show split like the yeah. only thing that truly feels separate is nxt yeah it's like i, I have never watched an nxt show you know, I I really liked the first incarnation, like the black and gold. Okay. Era. And then when they switched to 2.0, um, I I really kind of despised that move because I thought they had such a great thing going. So it yeah. just really like soiled me on even checking it out. Okay. Um, and I've just recently kind of started watching it again, but still like. I'm still like not over the trauma of just how they just like, and that was like, again, that was another Vince thing. It was just like, it was during that time where, where triple H got um, relieved of duties. Yeah. Um, and, and like Vince put one of his, one of his fucking cronies in charge of it or whatever, or he started running it again or whatever. And he's just like, just pull the plug and reformat the whole thing. And it was, um, it, it was a poor decision that they were going for. Cause like the black and gold was like a lot of dudes that like, dudes and ladies that came over from the indies and had already kind of built up a name for themselves and they were doing really well but like it was like a vince ego thing where he was like no 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 we want this to be truly developmental take like people like with literally no experience build them up and it's just like homegrown talent and it's like yeah dude that's cool you definitely want to do that but like there's more talent available well it seems like they're they're kind of trying to get back to that a little bit from like things that i've like little YouTube videos and stuff I've seen where it's like they're trying to sign like people from New Japan, which again, I've never seen it, but it seems like New Japan is like a farm system into AEW or WWE. Yeah, the, I mean, you know, it's definitely its own entity and it stands on its own two feet. It's not, obviously not quite as popular in the US as it is over yeah. in Japan. Um, but it seems like the, the 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 New Japan to AEW pipeline is a lot stronger than to WWE. Yeah. And I, I mean, you can't, I can totally understand why. If you look at the history of like Japanese wrestlers in 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 WWE, it's not like great. It's just like relegated to comedy acts, regardless yeah. of how talented they are. Like, you know, Shinsuke would be an exception. Io Sky yeah. and Oscar are an exception. But like, you go back in the day, and it's like, oh yeah, certainly. Got, uh, Kai and Tai, and you know, Choppy Choppy, and all that. It's just like just like a bunch of Asian jokes, you know. Yeah. Like, but that was that was the that was the thing back in the day. It's like, oh, you're not from America. You're going to be a foreign heel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Guess what character you're going to play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, you're you're Iranian, so or you might just be like a dude who likes to cut himself, and you're from the south. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think of like the press conference and all the stuff that happened in the last week, like the Rock's involvement? What do you think? Like heading into WrestleMania, what are you thinking about that? I, I thought it was fantastic. It was it was really good. The the whole like the way Rock slowly I mean it was obvious that it was coming. 
right? Like right. they got a shit ton of backlash. And I don't know if they set it, it up or if it's like they were just like, let's pivot. Yeah. Um, but whatever they did, they successfully worked it. And like just even throughout the show, like the the rocks sort of slow, gradual turn into like defending the bloodline. Right. And into being in the bloodline was was pretty well done. Right. Um, there was that great scene where like Cody was talking shit to Roman about his grandfather and Rock slowly works his way into the picture and becomes right. like the main focus of the screen. Right, right, right. And then smacks the shit out of Cody. That was so good. That was awesome, yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. even like leaving at the end where he's like, you better tell that motherfucker to get your shit in order. Yeah. Or I'll smack his fucking teeth out. I was like, wow, The Rock is really going all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. And I think ultimately like, you know, there's a lot of theories out there. Is it just like a straight up one-on-one? Is it going to be straight up one-on-one with Roman and Cody? Or is The Rock going to work his way into it and make it a triple threat? Yeah. Or but I think ultimately, like, it's still leading towards The Rock versus Roman, you know, at yeah. SummerSlam or whatever. I could see a triple threat match. And then at some point, there's like a, a, a miss, you know, an issue between The Rock and Roman, either during the match or leading mm-hmm. up to it or whatever. Because you know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. If The Rock steps in the ring in any match, if it's a triple threat or whatever, like yeah. no how heel, how bad guy he is going into it, the minute that he's in the ring and like he stands off against Roman, the crowd is going apeshit chance. Yeah. It's like, did, did you, were you watching when they did the Rock Hogan match back in 2001? I wasn't, no. So Hogan was the heel going into it against yeah. the Rock. And it was, it was huge. Um, but 35 seconds into the match, like heel and face was out the window and everybody was going apeshit for, for Hogan, especially that's with dope. Hulking up and everything. And like, they were like, yeah. boo in the rock, you know? So that's gonna, that's inevitably going to happen. Certainly. I mean, what do you think is going to happen between them? Like I, um, I've seen like different like theories of people like that people have on Twitter or like, like I've seen one where they're like, Rock is going to have a come to Jesus moment and realize that what Cody said about Roman is true. And then he's going to support Roman. Um, but that kind of seems stupid. I could see we get to the match and yeah. the Rock is like with Roman the whole time. And then, and then Roman does kind of a similar thing like he did with like Jay and Jimmy and Sami Zayn. And he's just like, you know, slapping him around like, you know, you're my bitch. You work for me. Yeah. And the Rock's like, fuck that. And Rock bottoms him and then leaves him and Cody gets up, hits him with a crossroads and wins the title. Like I could totally see that where it's like a semi-clean win or whatever. But um, and then it ultimately then down the road that leads to Rock versus Roman, you know. Yeah, at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is such a big event too, you know. But um, you know, I've seen some theories, like there was a dude at my job and I where he were to, he's talking, he was talking about they that that Roman's gonna win at WrestleMania again. Okay. And then Cody wins at SummerSlam. So that way uh Roman can pass Hulk Hogan's reign, second or third longest of all time, because corporate optics in 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 this era of the world and being a publicly traded company, like pushing Hulk Hogan down that list a little yeah. bit isn't a bad idea. But from that same viewpoint, like if you want, if you're worried about company optics, like right now with everything that's going on with WWE um, and all the Vince shit and everything, which is fucking horrific, by the way. Yeah, it's fucking um, disgusting. Uh, I mean, who better than Cody to with so many eyes on the product with the rock there and everything, WrestleMania yeah. at the end of the year. I mean, Cody Rose is like as squeaky clean as it comes. 
you know, 20 years from now, they'll probably come out with like some dark secrets about Cody or whatever. Probably, yeah. But, um, you know, on a long enough timeline, your favorite celebrity will become the devil. You know? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like you're, you know, my parents used to tell me like, you know, when you're our age, your kids are going to think that you're a sellout too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But I mean, Cody is squeaky clean and like, like he's walking around, shaking hands, kissing babies and people. Still, oh, yeah. Like, like back in the day, John Cena did that and people rejected it. And like Cody's been in WWE now for this will be two years at WrestleMania doing the same, same Cody, the whole yeah. time, wearing the suits and the adrenaline in his soul and everything. And, and people just love him. Like I, I tend to be, I, I'll be like a baby face, a generic baby face hater, but I still fucking love Cody. I'm like, this guy is just so goddamn wholesome. Yeah. You know, I can't even, it's impossible to hate him. Yeah. I didn't like him when I first started, when I first came back, I was like, he's kind of annoying, but <laughs> he's grown on me. Cause he's like, he plays it. He doesn't play it like I'm a good guy. Right. He just plays it like this is who I am. Right. Right. Like it's not like he's not politician-y. Right. Yeah. Which I think helps. And I think that's been a lot of the success of the recent product is like people just characters like not being characters. They're just being themselves. Like yeah. Rollins is himself. Sami Zayn is himself. Um, CM Punk is himself. Drew McIntyre is himself. Roman Reigns. I don't think he's quite the egomaniac in real life. Like. I don't know yeah. how it could be, but you know, he's himself. It's like, that's his story. It's his family lineage yeah. and he's carrying that on. And I think, I think that kind of breaking down that wall of like, you know, character and gimmick work is, yeah. it has been crucial, you know, like judgment day. They're just a bunch of like, picture them as just like a bunch of fucking snotty teens, like a bunch of fucking, you Perfectly. know, yeah. rats, you know, it's, I've actually grown to enjoy the judgment day faction. I did not like them at first. I really like Dirty Dom. I think he's a great oh, heel. Amazing. He's he's doing some of the best work in all of wrestling at any company right now. Yeah, he's great. And um, the whole shit with our truth that they've incorporated has been oh, fantastic. Yeah, he's. Um, yo, let me ask you a question. How old do you think our truth is? He's fifty-two or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. like you wouldn't you wouldn't think he's even close to that age. No, they keep saying it, and they were saying it through the whole match last time when he was wrestling uh, JD. Yeah. Who's fucking awful, by the way. Oh He's like God. the only weak point. Yeah, he really is. But him being the weak point and having that enormous head on that tiny body, like like they need him in the group. He's the guy that like even more so than Dom, you just want to see him get fucking treated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you really do. Um, so I, I have a theory for what I think is gonna happen at WrestleMania. Okay, let's hear it. Um, so I think like it's it seems like they're building up factions, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's gonna be like a shit ton of people at ringside. Like it could almost end up being maybe like a lumberjack match or something. Like it, that's the one where they have like the whole ring line, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it seems like there's just going to be factions there, like trying to like protect Cody from bloodline. It does seem like Cody's like assembling the Avengers. Yeah. So I could see something where like Cody wins. Somehow he gets like jumped at the end. Kind of like, you know, Solo hits him with a spike. Rock hits him with a people's elbow. They leave him there. And out comes Damian Priest. Yeah to cash in his money in the bank. So Cody's story is just like his dad's. Right. right. Like I still don't right. know the whole thing with his dad, but his dad had the belt for a second and then lost it. Yeah. It was like, cause it was a non-televised match or he won by count out or something. Okay. Like yeah. 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 But something like that where like Damian Priest comes in, takes the belt from him. Right. I mean, I don't know if that'll happen, but there was, I guess he did some interview recently where he was talking about like WrestleMania is a great spot to, 
to pull out your money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, contract. I think I, I think he's due. If not, if not at WrestleMania, then the Raw after. I do kind of feel like he's more likely to cash in on the World Heavyweight Title. Okay. Or um, on Seth's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, granted, like, like, so, like, Cody's already feuded with the Judgment Day pretty heavily. Okay. Um, you know, because they had the tag title feud when he yeah. won it for like a week. That's true. Yeah. Um. So I mean, but I don't know. I mean, that is how you get all the eyes on the product, and Cody's such a huge star. And then who the fuck is this guy that just stole yeah. the title? You know, then that that builds up Damian Priest. Yeah, it could also it would also maybe make sense with um. If Drew ends up being the person that comes out of Elimination Chamber, beats Seth, and then Priest takes it from from Drew, yeah, because they've had a little bit of beef already going on, definitely. And I so think, it could be a build up to that, like a slow build to that. Yeah, and there's definitely something happening within the Judgment Day that you kind of think that somebody in there is going to leave and turn face. I mean, because like you know, Rhea Ripley is like. She's 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 a good guy that hangs out with a bunch of bad guys. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Like when she comes out solo, like the the ovation is just like thunderous. Yeah. You know, she's a huge superstar. Yeah, so. she's gigantic. Um, I, it, it would be interesting. Can can somebody with a money in a bank contract take like can like Damian Priest take the women's title? Could it be any title or does it have to be just with I mean, division? technically it's any title, but they've definitely shied away from the, the men versus women matches yeah since the attitude era because i mean i was just thinking if they were like having a falling out and like she she retains her title against whoever she fights but she's like badly beat up and he just comes in and like he just cashes it on her that would be hilarious that would be amazing um and then he has to like relinquish it the next day or whatever so yeah he, but and also um you can cash it in on the u.s or the intercontinental title too which yeah. i think i think austin theory did that last year okay first person to ever do that yeah i mean it could be a way to take gunther's title i think that kind of poses our next question is of the six right yeah the yeah. six main title holders everybody kind of feels like going into wrestlemania like every one of them is going to lose their title like wrestlemania mm -hmm. is just like transition season like all new champions so of the six major title holders like who walks away from wrestlemania with their title intact Let's um let's take a quick break and then we'll we'll get Okay, it. cool. Let's do that. Cool. Big match at my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got junkyard dog. It's World Wrestling Federation Superstars. I've got Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> Here's George the yeah, Animal yeah. Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. Yeah. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. <laughs> Can you tell the difference? Yeah. 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 Wrestling superstars, they're for real. Each sold separately from LJN. Yeah! All right, welcome back to the inaugural episode of Call Out Culture Wrestling. I am Jason Griff, and uh, with me is the my special counsel, the wise man, Alaska Adams. Hello, everyone. Um, so right before the break, we posed the question of, of the major six champions. Everybody, the general consensus is they're all going to lose, and we're going to have six new champions at WrestleMania but the likelihood of that happening is pretty slim. So of uh, WWE Undisputed Universal Champion Roman Reigns, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, WWE Women's Champion Io Sky, uh, WWE Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley, Intercontinental Champion Gunther, and U.S. Champion Logan Paul, who, Alaska, do you think is most likely to retain their title at WrestleMania? 
Um, I think Roman's done. I think they've been building to it for a long time. Roman's, I think Roman's done. There's no point giving the Rock, like having him fight the Rock at SummerSlam and giving the Rock a title. Like Rock's not going to be a regular champion, right? No, not at all. He'll be even more part time than yeah Brock Lesnar was. So, so I think Cody's acted was. They've been building to this for two years. If Cody doesn't win, it'll be like a major letdown. Yeah. Um, last year was so fucking deflating when he lost. Yeah. Like he actually seemed crushed that he lost. Like we we were so sure that he was gonna win. Um my kids fell asleep. Yeah. And I, and I watched it. And and thank God I did because they would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> they just would have cried. Oh um, man. And um so I so the next morning, um I kind of softened the blow for him. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It gives him some time, right? Like, Cody's going to win. It's so such a sure thing. And then we, uh, then the next morning I had to backpedal on that. And I'm like, wouldn't it be crazy if Roman won? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So I, I think Roman's done. All right. Um, um, can we, when we're talking about the ones that don't have their match set yet, can we talk yeah, about who I we mean, think so they're going to go against? We're definitely hypothetical on those because yeah. Gunther, um, Gunther, Logan Paul, and Rhea don't have opponents yet. Although I no. feel like Rhea versus Becky Lynch is pretty much locked in. And I hope not, but yeah, I'll just, it feels I'll just go ahead and say that my pick to retain is Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Like, I don't... So you um, think everybody else is losing their title, but... Um, no, I could see... I could actually see Gunther retaining because I don't think that they have anything of substance yet no to, to beat him like nothing's developed yet like like yeah like jay uso could beat him he's actually they're 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 fighting for the title on yeah, Monday. so it's week, possible yeah. that they hit us with the epic surprise and jay wins it on monday but i feel like jay and jimmy are on a collision course for wrestlemania and like you don't need a title in that match for that match. yeah no. like no. a great fucking match with just pride on the line yeah it could be something though if it ends up being like Jay versus Solo, they might want to get Solo a title because there's I've heard stuff about them wanting to like start pushing him. Yeah, I mean he did the championship division. Um, uh, what was it? What what event was that that he he just obliterated John? That was the one in um Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he beat the shit out of Cena. You're saying that you think Rhea? I think Rhea is going to retain too. Second most likely would probably be Gunther followed. Yeah. I would say Logan Paul because we don't know who his opponent is yet, but I feel like somehow it's going to end up being L.A. Knight. Um, yeah, and L.A. I Knight probably wins, you know, because he's been in the main event scene, and some of us don't like him. But um, I'd say half of this podcast doesn't like him. I mean, and you know what? Every day that passes, I'm a little less into him. Um, yeah, and he's definitely doing character work. Like he's just like, and I, I kind of it's 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 kitschy. It's whatever. It's like he's a total like throwback era, uh, attitude era throwback inspiration. Yeah. But like that's cool. Um, but there's not a ton of substance behind him after that, other than just talking shit, which I do enjoy some good trash talk, you know. Yeah. But, um, like in, in between the ropes, he's not very exciting. Um, no. You know, but um, I could see them putting the U.S. title on him as like a consolation prize. Could for be interesting. Yeah. Losing for the undisputed. Do you think they? They could ever throw like um because you know Shinsuke had a bunch of shots and he didn't get anything out of it. Him into one of those like Gunther Shinsuke could be really cool. I mean, for a while they were for like three four years in a row they would do every year they would do like a seven man intercontinental championship ladder match. Okay, that was entertaining as hell because it's a ladder match. It's for the intercontinental title. There's like a lot of history with the intercontinental title and ladder matches like you know Sean and Razor Ramon and Triple Mm -hmm. H. 
The Rock and uh, one of my personal favorites, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit. Okay. Go versus Redacted. Um, yeah. Uh, redacted versus uh, probably soon to be redacted. Yeah. Well. <laughs> there, you know? uh, so that would be cool. I mean, Gunther really shines in one-on-one matches. Um, so a multi-man ladder match might almost be a waste of his talent. I think the perfect next Intercontinental Champion is Ludwig Kaiser. Really? Like, I think that dude would be amazing as Intercontinental Champion. Um, Interesting. Like, he's different, but his vibes are kind of similar to, like, Mr. Perfect. You know, and he was a great Intercontinental Champion. But I don't want him or Gunther to turn face, you know? So it would have yeah. to be, like, there would have to be, like, a transition a transition champion between Gunther and Ludwig. Which is easy, you know, the story kind of writes itself. Yeah, yeah, Gunther loses and, and Ludwig takes it. He's really grown on me. Like, ever since his beef with the New Day... Like both both of those tag teams really elevated to me when that beef began. Yeah, totally. You know, and they like that's one of the things like earlier we were saying, like they seem to have found this way to to make everybody better. Right. And that was one of those because like both of them were just sort of like, eh, they're cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now there's like something of substance happening with them. Right. Yeah. I love Jay teaming up with the New Day too, because Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, you were you were probably not into it at the time, but like they feuded on and off heavily for like three years i can see that yeah so uh c and j with them like the chemistry is really great do you think jay could like reunite with the bloodline like could that be something that happens like jay turns on cody it could definitely happen at some point it would definitely have a lot of great shock appeal if it happened now but also i think money talks and i think they're selling a shitload of yeet t-shirts yeah you know that's like that's always a factor is like how much merch are they moving because that's true yeah that merch stops selling i I really wish they didn't have that yeet thing it makes me dislike jay (laughs) i want to like him he he works it really well but it's just like like that phrase has been dead yeah it's been dead forever he came and went like my kids were saying that like four years ago that's what i'm saying yeah my kid was saying that in like fifth grade and i was like shut up you know i do think i think like like the like Jimmy being like Yeet and then Roman glaring at him and being like no Yeet like no, yeah and, and uh, no Yeet is funnier than Yeet yeah and I, I like that they have the matching T-shirts or you yeah, know the, the conflicting yeah. T-shirts but yeah. wait let's get back to to our our picks yeah I think right. is definitely losing like Bailey Bailey's getting that WrestleMania moment like that that's yeah. definitely happening um maybe with a little help from a returning Sasha Banks uh, one could only hope but I don't okay know if that's happening. Yeah. Do you um, think um, Dakota Kai, do you think she's legit or is she setting her up? Hard to say. It feels like if it's like if she was going to help her, it feels like it should have gone the other way, you know, like where she was against her and then helps her the day of during the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of feels like there might be a turn the other way. But yeah. I know um, Bailey's been a huge part of the women's division for like a decade now. Yeah. Never had a solo uh, WrestleMania event. It's always been tag matches. Um, or like multi-person matches so I just feel like like she's such a huge part of the women's division like that's like her that's her moment yeah I can see that do you think you think Roman's gonna win or lose I think I think he's gonna lose prior again like I do think I think outside of the ring stuff plays into that like we were talking about a minute ago like I think before like I thought like SummerSlam would be a great time for him to drop so he could surpass Hogan um, yeah. But I think now I think they need they need Cody front and center of that company like he is, yeah. you know, honestly, like future. He's like the future Triple H if he keeps going in the direction he's going like yeah. he'll be the COO of that company in 15 years. 
Okay, so who haven't we talked about? Is Seth going to lose his title? It's interesting. Who do you think he's going to wrestle? I feel like it's trending towards Drew. Mm-hmm. No, they've done it so many times already. I feel yeah. like it's better now because Drew with the CM Punk thing is like he has caught lightning in a bottle and yeah. he is all of a sudden very interesting. Like I I, I think Drew McIntyre is super talented and can put on a banger of a match, but as yeah. a wrestler, I have just always found him to be super boring. Super boring. But the, like the last few weeks, he's been like killing it. Yeah. And he, another thing, he's got to ditch the the sword the sword and the kill has to go right it's gotta go and it just goes it's just like let's burn all that shit down like all the like the the foreign heel shit you know like oh you're scottish wear a kilt and have a sword yeah that's stupid like gunther gunther and imperium is how you do the foreign heel thing yeah like they're heels and they're foreign but they're not heels because they're foreign you know what i mean like yeah they're, they're heels in a way that's like it's almost like german engineering right like the way like you think of a bmw yeah Right. And you kind of are like, oh, people, BMWs are dicks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like, I think like that's the way they are. They're like this precision machine that's like against like the sort of natural flow of humanity almost. Right. Right. But they're not like, you know, they're not like, I'm a Nazi. Right. Or, you know, whatever it is. Right. I know they're like Austrian or whatever it is, but like they're, they're not doing that. Right. 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 They're not walking out with the, the Austrian flag. No, exactly. Yeah, like they did that with Rusev coming out with the Bulgarian flag and and Lana the ravishing Russian, and it was just like, come on, guys, it's not 1984. So I feel like, but I feel like also like for the last six months, it's been like Seth's definitely losing the title because yeah. he's always injured. You know, yeah. like like that dude needs a vacation. He needs a vacation. Like he needs two three months off to just rehab, and then he can come back fresh again. I keep I've, I've read a few things about Becky Lynch. Drew and Seth, their contracts all expire in April and none of them have re-upped yet. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that as well. I don't think it's going anywhere. I mean, he's like such a company guy. Yeah, but Um, I I mean, I wonder if that plays into anything. Yeah. The contract negotiation. Um, Maybe. I mean, you know, another thing too, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre are not their real names. Like those are copyrighted by WWE. So if they leave, they can't take those like everybody knows who they are in the wrestling world but all that branding behind you that marketing those. machine is gone remember remember when china left and she's doing like autograph signing sessions at like uh comic cons and it's like joni laurer for yeah. wwe's china i know drew drew mcintyre's name is like drew galloway i want to say okay that's what he wrestled as in in impact or whatever so he could just go as drew yeah, he just he'll just yeah. go to Drew Galloway, and I think also there isn't a ton of marketing behind him other than being Scottish, you know. <laughs> so you can be as unhappy as you want about storylines and da 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 da, but but there's you're definitely walking away from a pretty decent bag at yeah. opportunity when you do that. I mean, think about the the video game royalties, you know, just being in that game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, AEW Fight Forever. I don't know how many it sold, but it wasn't anything near WWE 2K. No, you're in the NFL. Why would you go to the USFL if you didn't have to? Exactly. You think doesn't doesn't The Rock own that too? He does. Yeah. Uh, He owns uh, the XFL. Yeah, but they've merged. USFL. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure he's got some ownership. Yeah. Um. So all right. So we because I got to bounce out of here soon. All right. Let's let's rip through this. So so Roman, we both think he's losing. Mm Hmm. 
Yep. Seth, we think he's losing. I think so. I think it might I think be so too. He's either losing or he wins and gets cashed in on. Yeah, that that's my thought. So I think either him, whoever wins that match, I think is cashed in on. Yeah, yeah. And I think if not, then I don't think he I don't think he walks out of Monday after Raw with a title. Yeah. You think EO's gonna lose and EO's lose. And I feel like that's the one I feel most confident about. Okay. And I feel most confident about Rhea retaining. Yeah, I think you're right on both of those. You know, intercontinental. It's a hard call. We don't know who the opponent is yet. And also, yeah. again, Jay could win on Monday. But I feel if there's not a definitive plan to move Gunther into the world or the universal title picture, just yeah. title. Like, let that it, Yeah. I mean, he's him without a belt would look weird. Yeah, it would. It is getting boring, though. He puts on great matches. He and, does. And he defends it on regular TV. Like, there's That's a lot true, of yeah. There's yeah. great matches. You know what I think makes his matches so good? And keeps him fresh is the fact that he doesn't have a standard finishing move. He's got like yeah. different finishing moves. I think I think so too. It's a clothesline. Maybe it's a sleeper hold. Might be a power bomb. Something well, it's one of those things like there's finishing moves that everybody hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody will have like a power bomb. Right. But then why is it that somebody's power bomb right, right, is right, enough right. to finish somebody? Why is it that the Stone Cold Stunner finishes everybody, but when John Cena does the Springboard Stunner, it doesn't finish anybody? Doesn't finish anybody. Yeah. I don't think he's or ever like anybody with that move. Yeah, like or Triple H is um, what the fuck was his move called? Pedigree. The Pedigree. When he hits it. They're down. When Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes does it, it's a near fall. It's yeah, it's a near fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how to do it right. You know. I guess so. Yeah, I guess you got to have that that special something. Yeah, exactly. And then Logan Paul, I kind of feel like he's he's losing, but again, I think so too. Is is Ray due back at any time soon? Um, I'm not sure what his deal is. He's definitely got unfinished business with. Uh, I could see that being something like you know, Ray is back for WrestleMania. That could be the multi-man match. That could be yeah, ladder match or whatever. Make that the ladder match, yeah. Yeah, like that would be cool. And then Kevin Owens has beef with Logan Paul. Like everybody hates Logan Paul, so the story is written there like how they did at money in the bank he walks into the ring and everybody just jumped him he's great by the way I, i'm so shocked at how good he is no it's he's outstanding him and uh him and bad bunny really kind of like changed the game for like celebrity crossover yeah it's, it's kind of shocking ever crossing over after those guys did it so we've come a long way since dennis rodman and lawrence taylor we really have yeah i mean you know is that ever, anybody ever going to hit that mr t standard i don't know i don't think so yeah, it's gonna be tough. He was so quality. He really was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we should probably wrap up. You got anything new? Any new music? Uh just stuff I'm working on, but I don't want to really say anything till I have dates. Okay, cool. We so. just dropped um Televangel remix of uh Don't Panic, Zilla Rocka's Stack and Ships album. It's a fantastic remix. Really cool to have Televangel remix. Uh Hell yeah. you know, so so that was really great. And uh we're gonna drop a remix. Uh, every month until we run out of stuff to drop. Hell yeah. So probably go through the summer. That's what's up. So, oh, real quick. So our, our plan is to, you know, you got SmackDown Friday, any of like the premier street or the premium streaming events are over the weekend and then Raw is Monday. So we plan to kind of, that's the cycle that we want to record. Yeah. We'll talk right? about the week and cover some other fun topics, maybe have some guests here and there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It'll cool. Be fun. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure, Jason Griff, as oh, always. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. <laughs>